This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good afternoon. We are live this beautiful Sunday afternoon. This is Consignment Heroes. This is a chance for you to call in if you have a rare collectible or an antique or anything that you have lying around your house you think might have some extra special value. Because in studio, we have two guys who make their living dealing with people's stuff, specifically uh, people who don't understand the value of their stuff. They've found fame and fortune that way. They're two of the stars of Storage Wars Canada and Northern Treasures on A&E. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart. Good afternoon, guys. Good to see you. How are you doing? Not bad. Wave your hands. You're on radio. No, there's a camera right here. <laughs> we're on, we're podcast. No, what are we doing? Streaming? Streaming, yeah. Yeah. We're streaming. We're streaming. People can actually see us, so you have to shave before you get here. Oh, okay. you yeah, people are always watching, too. You do the slightest thing, they're like, what were you handling there on the thing? You're like, what, you were watching in a commercial? Commercial break? There's always somebody watching. Wait, you can watch in the commercial break? I picked my nose on the commercial break. No, I think sometimes it goes to like a logo of the station so you have some privacy. Well, I was going to bring down one of my half billion dollar, uh, half $500,000 bills today, but someone hit me up and said, uh, on my way here, and they were a fan of the show, so I had to give it to them. I only brought, I had one with me. Next week, I'm going to bring one so I can show it on the camera. And you hand these out signed to people who are talking about the show and sort of are plugged in. Yeah, no, if they say, if they say, I heard you on Zoomer Radio, you get a half a million dollars from me. If you say, I just like the show, you get a half a million dollars from me. Oh, if they okay. say, like, they say dislike are you Paul? Excuse me, sir, do you have the time? Oh, he's a fan. Yeah. <laughs> he gets a half a million dollars. Fair enough. If you have a rare or interesting item and you'd like a free assessment of it, you can call in right now. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Maybe you have sports memorabilia. Maybe you have fine china or a silver Silverware set. Who knows? Anything you're looking to understand its value a little bit better, you can call in. Again, the number 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's toll-free, 1-866-744-740. We have a special guest right away on the line. Yes. We have a grand opening coming up that you're excited about. I am. You know how we talk about Southworks Antiques, okay? They're in, uh, they were, they've been in... Cambridge for like 30 years, 40 years. She'll actually tell us how long we're going to talk to her. I actually should ask her, shouldn't I, how long they've no, been I, there. No, I was enjoying the big lead up. I like this. Yeah, so they've, been, they've moved about 200 feet away to another place, and their grand opening is this week coming up. And they're going to have, I shouldn't surprise, well, I'm going to be there. Bogart might be there. They're going to have experts there to tell you what your stuff's worth, okay? Like, Let's get Laura on the line. Southworks Antiques Antiques. has just gone through the very painful process of relocating, not that far away from their original location, and now it's grand opening week. Yes. Coming up on, starting on Friday, and we have a special guest today. She's going to answer the questions we were just asking right there. It's Laura Harding. She's the uh, co-owner of Southworks Antiques right since the beginning. Laura, are you there? I surely am, Paul. How are you? Hi, Laura. Uh, that's Hello. Ben, and Bogart's here as well. And Hi, we're Bogart. Look- Hello. We're looking forward. Now, you've got, how long have you been in business there? It, we actually have been around for 25 years. We started 25 years ago. Okay. And, uh, and it was Doug and I that had started it up. And the new place you've got, how big is that? Uh, it's actually, the, it's a little bit bigger. Um, we've got a floor space of uh, just about 40,000 square feet. Wow. Part of it is not used quite yet because we're putting a little coffee shop in, so we have to finish that part of it okay. up. But uh, we managed to maintain our nice big size. So we've got, in antiques, we've got uh, about the same 30,000 square feet that we had before. Wow. that All antiques, right? That's right, yeah. yeah okay. that's, that's all antiques. Uh, we have right a new neighbor um, that we had previously, which is Cambridge's Belgian Company. 
um, but they're uh, in sort of half of the other half of space. But okay. for the antiques, we've got 30000 just for us. So, okay, I'm going to be there. So that's enough. of. I'm yeah. going to be there giving away there's half a million dollars. <laughs> and I understand you're going to be giving away something as well there at, uh, next week on uh, the grand opening. Yeah, during the grand opening. So we're running it uh, um, from Friday 4 till 9 and Saturday 9 to 6, Sunday 10 to 6. And those are our regular hours for us. So we're running the grand opening for that whole time. And uh, we're going to have a number of ballots available for people to fill in and a uh, chance to win what we call Sofox dollars. So, okay. Um, I'm not sure that I have got one half a million dollars worth of Southworks dollars, <laughs> wow. but we, we've got a lot of Southworks dollars. We want to make sure that uh, we get a lot of different ballots and different draws for people to be able to put their name in something more than once and have a little bit of fun with it. Well, so, my half a million, there's a little problem on spending mine. If someone tries to spend a half a million at Southworks, <laughs> they may have a problem. <laughs> But Probably. <laughs> they're not going to because it'll have Bogarts and my signature on it. And these are the ones we got right out of the show, actually. We found these in a mattress. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what else? You're going to have experts there as well, right? We are, yes. Besides yourself, which is so thrilled to have you come down. We've got uh, so many vendors. We've got 110, 115 vendors wow. uh, that uh, provide the merchandise for them all. So what that means is there's a, there's a large variety of merchandise. So. If you have uh, people who, who like something that's a little bit more primitive, people who like fines, it's all in one space. And that's the advantage of having a really nice big mall. But I okay. You've got a lot of people supplying. So with that, then we've got a number of experts. So we're inviting our experts to come on down and, uh, yeah, but, you know, very casual. We want this to be very light and fun and casual. But we like people to bring their heirlooms or their fines or whatever it is that they're wondering about. And uh, maybe we'll find an expert there that can enlighten them a bit about what they've got and just, what's so special about it. I just wanted to bring good stuff that I can buy off them. But I will tell them what it's <laughs> worth first. I promise that. But you're also going to be having something where the, the clients who come in get to find out what they think something's worth. This is going to be a contest for exactly. that? Exactly. Yeah, that's what it's about. We're having so a mystery item. So we've got a number of items where... Uh, they're not quite so obvious what they may or uh, may have been used for in the past. So uh, we're looking to find uh, experts from our customers, of which we have many, many experts uh, that come shop us, and some will just have fun trying to guess to see if they can figure out and uh, win for being able to determine what that item was used for. So if and I there's actually a couple of items that even some of our dealers are stumped on. So. Your dumb dealers are. Your smart dealers, <laughs> your smart dealers, dealers who are going to be there next weekend will know nice. what they are. Oh, okay. You know what, Paul? Then, then, then you may win the prize. <laughs> I, can, I can. See, we're so we're not. We're, we can be included. We're not like one of these contests where employees or, or really smart people are not included in this contest, Don't right? Don't be going around pointing at people saying you're a dumb dealer. Don't do that. No, no. Okay? I, no, no. I didn't. No, not. shouldn't say dumb. Not as smart. Not as smart. Okay. Not as Low experienced. IQ dealer. <laughs> Low <laughs> antique IQ. But and, no, and, and here's the here's the rub, right? What? Aside from you, perhaps Paul, but not everyone knows everything about everything. I so know. Perhaps Paul and Bogart do, <laughs> but, but okay. that's the great the, the great thing about specialization. So we're trying to get both some general dealers, but also someone that specialized in in, okay. uh, in certain areas. So it's next weekend, all mm-hmm. weekend long. Grand yeah. opening. We want people yeah. to be there. Come and visit. We're going to be there. Lots of fun. Lots of stuff going on. And there's Find lots a, of parking. Lots of free parking. That's always Perfect. a big concern for people. Tons of free parking. You park out front. You park down the down the side of us. So we've got lots of parking in behind us. There's a lot of parking, and that's a big concern for people sometimes. Sim- Very close to where we used to be, so we're easy to find right on Water Street. 73 um, Water Street. So yeah, I'm going to see you there next North. weekend because, Laura, okay. you might not believe this, but our phone lines are all jammed up right now, oh, and I'm people want to know there. stuff. But we great, will talk great. about your show all during the week, and I Super want people great. to be there, and we're looking forward to seeing all our a lot of our clients go there and have some fun. It's a, it'll oh, be, that'll be great fun. If it's a day like today, you're going to be packed. Okay. Yes, I think so. <laughs> thanks, Laura. Well, great show, and thanks for your thanks for the call. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much. And our first caller of the afternoon is going to be Marlene in Hillsburg. Marlene, how are you? You're live on uh, Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. I'm great. How are you guys? Pretty good. good. What do you have? Good. I've got four items actually. I have a Rickenbacker steel guitar. Wow. Okay. It's the one on legs. It is a velvet lined case and an amplifier from 1963. And you have the model number on it. 
I don't offhand, no. Ah, but you have a picture of it that you can send me. Um, well, I don't have a computer, so I'd have to come down to the store. Well, this is perfect. That's Bring the guitar with you. That's not that big. Okay. And what else you got? I have a stroller chair. I don't know if you've heard of those. <clears throat> a what? Me. A stroller chair, it's called. Um, it's, um, okay. This is Stump the Expert. You're going to win one of these prizes. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's um, the Rex Stroller Chair Manufacturing Company out of New York. Okay. And we bought this in 1969, and we've put it through three of our kids and one grandchild. And it has 14 configurations it makes into everything you need for a baby. Hmm. Uh, yeah, but I bet you can't use it. With the new regulations, you probably can't... Wait, uh, there's regulations? On baby stuff, yeah. Once oh, you... just, just on baby seats in your car, there's a regulation. Oh, baby seats in a car. No, but old prams and stuff, this is something you have to worry about. The antique stroller high chairs. Oh, really? Yeah, but something like that, if it's, if it's one of these, they go for three, $400. People do still collect baby stuff. What they'll do is put dolls in them. Okay. Yeah, this is in really good shape. Actually, I'm seeing one right now for twelve hundred dollars. Oh my God! Yeah, for a stroller. We, yeah. We paid three hundred for it back in '69. Well, that's Whoa. not going to be a bad investment then. If it's still in good shape, this is something I could probably help you sell. How's that? I, I don't see a problem. It's really well made. I don't see a problem with specifications for the carriage or the stroller. Only if you're going to use it as a car seat. The car seats have changed, but yeah, I mean it, it's a, a change table, a car bed. Um, yeah, but you're in the exciting world of Canadian safety regulations. I yes. mean, you could, you're going to need five lawyers to sort this, that out. This well, baby stroller, it, though, I don't know. This baby stroller has seen its last baby. Okay, <laughs> that's what's happening with this. Well, we can put dolls a, in it. A collector somewhere. I don't yeah. Know. Okay, and the next thing is I have an old dinner menu from Ed Mervish. Um, yeah, a lot of people stole them the from front, there, and it's the one that's handwritten. Ah, but signed by. Right on the bottom, it says, this menu, writ by hand by old Ed himself. That'd be a bit, I think that'd go for $50 in today's mark, because people, they, he's a Canadian landmark, I mean, icon. Yeah, it's so, got a young picture of him, and the stuff is, like, ridiculously cheap, you know, like $3 for a dinner. Okay, okay, he's always, he was always a showman. I used to have a store right next to his Honest Ed's oh, on yeah. Bathurst Street. It was called Yesterday's Heroes. Okay. And that was back in the 80s. And it was always a treat to go in there. It was just in, and the lineups for the turkey and all that stuff. There was always stuff going on. It's yeah. it's a shame that um, I, I think they saved the sign, but the rest of it you can't see anymore. Yeah. But I would say fifty dollars. You okay. know. And right. next month, oh. oh, she's got more. One yeah, more. One, I've got one more thing. It's a it's a booklet issued by the Civil Defense Committee of the Province of Ontario. And it, it was sent out to all the people, and it's called Survival Under Atomic Attack. $50. Cool. Between 30 now, and $50. It might it, come in handy right now if, with this well, North Korean thing. but uh, it's, ac- it's actually fun to read because it's really ridiculously funny. Okay. You know, they tell you after an airburst, wait a few minutes, then go help to fight the fires. Get right out there into the... Into That's the, right. <laughs> Take an iodine tablet and get back to work. <laughs> get, get back to work. Yeah, no, that kind of, you know something? You're talking about books like that. A lot of the anti-communism books out of the 50s and 40s are worth yeah. a lot of money. People do collect all that stuff. Yeah, we're probably worth a read do, right yeah. now, too. It's yeah. issued by the Civil Defense Committee. Thank you for the call, but I and hope we don't have to use it. How's that? Okay, sounds like a plan. So, Marlene, you can go to the store. We haven't even mentioned the location of the yeah. store, I don't think. It's at 10,341 Young Street. So on Young Street... Just north of Major McKenzie, the actual address is 10,341. It's not Dash or anything. It's literally 10341 Young Street. You guys can handle all that inventory there. Yeah. Uh, They can also, um, they can call the store ahead of time if they want to talk to you specifically. You can call the store. The store's phone number is 905-737-GOLD. So that's 905-737-4653. Thanks for your phone call. Okay, thank you. Charlie is our next caller. Charlie, how are you? Hi. Hey, Charlie, what's going on, man? What do you got? Uh, I got some uh, $1 bills. Yep. And uh, it's the this one was issued. The first one was 1923. Yep. Says Dominion of Canada. Now, what kind of conditions? Is there creases in it, black marks, smudging? How nice is it? It's, I would say, fair to good. It does have a crease in it, a black in it. Yeah. yeah, and it depends on the seals on it. So there's different ones, but between forty and eighty dollars. 
uh, for a one dollar bill, which isn't bad. Dollars, okay. yeah. For Eighty times. And I have nineteen thirty-five and nineteen thirty-seven. Okay, now $1. it depends on whose signature. You got a one dollar bill. If it's signed by Osborne, yes. And then there are the better bills. Uh, is your thirty? Your thirty-five would be signed by Osborne. I'm talking about your thirty-seven. Now, what kind of condition are those in? Everything with collectibles, and we should go into this a bit. Yeah, if those it's are in uh, better condition than the 1923, have very one has a crease, but the others are no creases at all. If the corners are sharp, people want to pl- collect the best condition they can get. So if the corners are sharp, there's no creases, no smudging, and the bill is attractive, some of these bills are up to $1,000, okay? Okay. Now, but if as soon as you start getting it was in a wallet for a couple of days or, uh, you know, it's been handed around to a number of people, the price goes down. Some are still rare, but they may, you know, remember that if it was – Saved in someone's safety deposit box since 1935, it'll be in perfect shape. That we can get the money for. Something okay. that was out and used and someone pulled out, oh, this is neat, and they pulled it out in 1964 because it was an old bill, it's going to be worth $20, $30. Yeah. Now, these have been in, they are still in the safe deposit box. They're okay. not in any wallet. And I have a 1937 $20 bill. Okay. Now, depending if it's signed, it depends on signatures and, and, uh, and the marks. Um, I'd have to see it. I think you're going to have to bring them down to my store or send me pictures, but you can. it's probably worth a trip to my store on these. On uh, We're at 10341 Young because okay. just how you're describing it, like it might be actually a very fine, what we call a fine bill. And so people, and you're calling it fair to good, it might be a fine bill. If it doesn't have any chunks out of it, no pinholes, and not a lot of creases, it could be a better bill. People always like, to con- like the better condition stuff. Okay. Okay. Yes, and I I have a cable converter box. Okay, like the Gerald. Gerald. Oh, I need one of those for Bogart and I are doing some YouTubes. Okay. Your estimate. Oh, it's not going to be a lot because I'm buying it for myself. No, oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, yes. What we need is I want a wired Gerald box. Um, they go for about ten to twelve dollars. Yeah. Okay, but you can either rent it to me or let me borrow it. I just need it for a couple of days. I'm probably the only person in the entire country who wants one of these. Why wouldn't Charlie, you are you hearing this? Yeah, um, are you hearing this? He's going, oh, they go for $12. Unless you have a desperate buyer, Charlie. And that's what he sounds like to me. So I think 12 goes to 120 pretty quick. What do you think, Charlie? <laughs> yeah, I think my wife would say get it out of the house. <laughs> yeah. Well, someone brought in one of those old phones with the wires on, like the bricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one this week. Nice. Oh, you net, you yeah. one of the old phones with the brick? Yeah, yeah, but what I want, I want one that the wire is actually attached to the battery. I want to even get a little bit older one. This yeah, they will have do. like a hard leather case, some of them too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, black or tan. But yeah, this thing, those. wait, this thing is as big as this. I can't yeah, show yeah. it. It's no, big. I understand, like a shoebox almost. It's like yeah. a shoebox. Yeah. And uh, I got one this week, so I need that, and I need, a, I need a, an old VCR or TV that has a wired remote or a rotary dial. Okay. Where All it right. do- okay, I know. A TV with a rotary dial? Well, you have one of those items right here. I'm just saying, before we turn the show into a classifieds for you to make a commercial. But yeah, <laughs> we can get all those items. That's no problem. Well, they'll see them on YouTube later on. I just need these as props. Fair enough. So, Charlie, you have the store address, 10,341 Young Street? Yes. Excellent. Okay. Okay, thanks for your I'll call. Bring the cable box. <laughs> Thank you. He knows you want it. I think the price is going to be high by the time he gets there. He's like, you're going to cover my lunch and gas and my time. It'll be 400 bucks by the time you get your hands on that thing. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We are live this beautiful Sunday afternoon. If you have old coins, silver, gold, statues, art, fine china, antique toys, sports memorabilia, old advertising pieces, anything you have lying around your house that you're curious about its actual value, you can call in and talk to two experts in studio. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver & Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver & Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. 
What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love from scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We are live and uh, giving you free assessments of your collectibles or antiques or anything you have lying around the house you might think might have some special value. Yes. I, okay, I'm going to say something we're going to be promoting. Okay, do you know who Bill William Shatner is? I'm insulted. Are you serious? Okay. Yes. Bogart, do you know who William Shatner yes. is? Yes, yes. And I know, okay, I'm surprised at you guys, but I know a lot of our clients out there, all the listeners They've know who They've also maybe heard of him, yeah. Yes, they heard of William <laughs> Shatner. Okay. And I didn't know he was Canadian. What? All this time, I didn't oh. know he was Canadian. Okay, yeah. So just National Treasure, he did a show called Star Trek back in the day. Yeah. Star Trek. Beam me up, Scotty. Okay. Well, William Shatner is going to be in London, Ontario on the weekend of October 13th, on the Friday and Saturday. And I'm going to be there as well. And we're going to be in, it's a comic book show, like the one they had here. But you get to be, you get to see and talk to William Shatner. And I think he's like 85, 86. 86, he's 86, 86 yeah. years old. This might be like, like this is the last chance to talk to someone like this. That, and he's going to be a guest. He's going to be signing autographs. You get, you take your pictures with him. Like, Everyone knows William Shatner. And Star Trek is that important. And then either our listeners saw the show or their kids saw their show. And if they're, the listeners and their kids didn't see the show, shame on them for they should have made them look at this show. Yeah, but he's been in so many shows since then, right? So even if you missed the whole Star Trek thing, right? He was in like, you know, yeah, but, uh, no, Booker no. and all, all. I didn't know he was um, a Shakespearean actor. I didn't know that either. I mean, he's yeah. also sort of famously funny. He did all those albums with, you know, he did like Rocket Man and like Spoken Word. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you remember? No, I don't know those. So no. a lot of people my age that collect that stuff and get it signed and stuff like that. Oh yeah, but I'm Star Trek. I want Well, you know something, William. Um, sorry, uh, Leonard Nimoy passed away, mm-hmm. and I'm I met him. And Adam West about 10 years ago. You met Adam oh, West? Wow. Yeah. Another one. Yeah. Awesome. No, no, no. And the nicest people, nicest people in the world. And, like, I haven't met William Shatner before. I'm looking forward to being in London, Ontario, and meeting him and just talking to him, even asking some questions, you know. Apparently, he's easy to talk to. He's a, and he's a nice guy. Do you know why? Because he's Canadian. Oh, yeah. I think he was born from the Notre Dame de Grassy area of Montreal, I yes. believe. 1931, he was born. And okay. uh, he's still, I just saw him on another show. He just had his house renovated with, like, his wife or something. He's still, like, active and bright. He's 86. Oh, no. He's really a picture of health for 86. Every time I see the guy, I go, wow. He's, like, sharp as a tack, looks good. Well, anyway, you'll be hanging out with him. That's pretty well, cool. Well, I'm looking forward to this. And like, How do I, I hang out with him? Where is it? What's happening? It's at the London Fairgrounds. It's the London Comic Con, okay? You can go to their website. I'll be giving information next week on it. The London Comic Con, they're the website. It'll say when it is, when he's going to be appearing. I think it's on the Friday and Saturday. The show goes Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So you got... There's going to be like 10,000. It's not going to be like the show here where they have 100,000. It's a smaller show. But this is where you get to meet him. And I think there's Neil Adams, who's a comic book artist... And a lot of people know comics, know Neil Adams. He's as big in comics as William Shatner is in Star Trek, okay? And so it's, it's, they've, they've pulled out all the stops. They're going to have a big show with a lot of these Neil Adams, William Shatner, and a bunch of other people. But you have to go to the website and find out. I don't know anything else about it. I could go to the website now. <laughs> okay. But you, I'm going to let people – I'm going to okay. talk about it next week anyway. But okay, I just want okay. to get people you knowing. You can go and meet – William Shatner at an event in London. More details to come, hopefully later in the show. But in, we've yep. got full phone lines oh, full here. We've got to do some okay. work here. Barbara and Mississauga. Yes. How are you? Just fine, thank you. How are you? Pretty good. What do you have? I have a necklace and earring set. It's by Sherman. Okay, now what color is it? It's multicolored. I don't know what you... Boreal Borealis? Yeah. Okay. That is... Crystal is the least desirable. Oreo Boreal sells a bit. Your red and your really deep reds and blues sell the best. Okay. Um, as a necklace and um, and earrings, you're missing the bracelet. 
but they had that. But it is still probably sell between $75 and $125. Ooh. If you've got one, the cuff, if your bracelet is not, if you're, if it's like a one-inch or one-and-a-half-inch cuff, I know too much about jewelry. You know way too much. Yeah, I have a million say. questions about how you know this stuff. Yeah, she, she said a color, and you're like, yeah, it's Aurora this. Borealis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sherman, that in 1950, it would have been a week's pay for a secretary to buy this this uh-huh. necklace. You know what? It, did you buy this originally? This was given to me as a gift. I still had the tag on it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, now, if you have the tag and the Sherman box, you might get up to $125, $150 for it, okay? Okay, all right. And But any of that costume, we tell people bring their costume in because they think it's not worth anything. We say, Sherman, if you have some of the other, like... Um, uh, the Chanel was good too. Yeah, no, uh, Chanel, of course, Chanel. But well, there's know. a lot of costume jewelries that, that'll bring that bring huge money, 100, 200, five. In fact, we're going to be putting a piece of costume jewelry done by a guy named uh, uh, Marks, who is a South American jeweler. Uh, my friend Roy's going to give it to me. It's about eighty thousand dollars. What? What makes it so special? He's just very collectible. That's oh. all. Burley, I think his name is Burley Marks. I happen to have the, he has the box, and it's, uh, I think it's made out of gold. But it's still $80,000, because it looks like costume. If you look at it, it looks like a piece of large costume. But we tell people, bring your costume in. There's two reasons for that. We'll tell you what the good costume is, and most of it's, some of it's not good. But we'll take out your gold and silver and tell you what's gold and silver. Oh, okay. Okay, then? Uh, but, I, I also have um, a tea set. It's uh, the teapot, cream, sugar, and six Depotasi. Demitassi yep. cups. Demitassi, yeah. And it's by Carlton Wear, and there's a number on it. Okay, now what's it, what's it look like? Is it the green leaf, or is it uh, the bizarre wear? It's kind of like a burgundy color, but it's got a lot of Chinese figures on it, like okay. a pagoda and the boat. And they go for about $125. It used to go for more when people were collecting Carlton Ware, mm-hmm. but there's more of it coming onto the market now. It does not suffer the same fate as the Royal Dalton figurines, but because people still collect it, but you have to be careful for chips and cracks on this because it's made out of an earthenware. It's not made out of a bone china. Okay. It's made out of an earthenware, which is less durable. Yeah, less durable. Okay. There's a gold that's on there. It looks like a lot of gold. Yeah, lots of gold, but we can't melt it. Okay. That gold is gone. Yeah. Well, the cup is lined. The cup is the inside of the cup is lined with gold. Yeah. Yeah. I actually bring it in. Uh, we're getting money for a lot of cups and saucers. I tell people your Paragon, your cups and saucers are going, we sold another one up to $400. I have a Paragon cup and saucer. Had is not a good word <laughs> around here. Come on and see us, okay? Thank you for the call. Wow, that was shocking to see you just dial right in. I know that cup. I know that thing. Oh, my goodness. I know okay. that necklace. We're going to go to Linda in Keswick because she has what could be a rare dish. Linda in Keswick, how are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Not bad. What do you have? I have a cranberry dish. It's a basket. Um, at the So the bottom is cranberries. The handle is clear. Yeah, and it's but got ruffled the, edge? Pardon? Ruffled edge or, or straight yep. edge? Okay. Uh, no, it's not a ruffled edge. Okay. I, I have another one that is a ruffled edge, but this particular one is not. Does it have but a pontal on the bottom and hand-blown, or is it uh, pressed? I believe it's hand-blown. Okay. And at the base of the handle on both sides is a face. Okay. So of baby it, face or Odin's face or a mythical face? It's a, like a, a man's face. Man's face with small beard. Uh, no beard. Okay. So, okay. Go on. And, yeah. So, now it was my grandmother's. How, how far across is it? How wide is it? Oh, um, I, I um, end to end, I'm going to say eight inches. Eight inches. Cranberry, if it's a deep cranberry, not a cranberry flash, it will probably sell for between 100 to $140. And uh, so a lot of these were put into, into wire baskets as well. But yours sounds like a standalone when you have the, yeah. the handle on it. Now, the handle was applied, and they were all handmade then. Okay, so it's right. probably from about 1880, 1890. Um, not a ton of money when you think about it that survived all this time, but still more than $2. How's that? Okay. You we lost her? Linda? Okay, thanks Thank for your you. call, Linda. Thank you. We're going to go to, uh, oh, Jan in St. Catharines. Is this the same Jan 
who about a week ago we learned about a $2 bill that had a, uh, a misprint where she had a bloody lip. Is this the jam? This is the one. You were going to research that. I did. I yeah, have... we did. We couldn't find anything. We, okay. we found other bills where they claimed it looked like there was a bloody lip, but it's just almost like an ink blot. It's, it's almost like heavier ink in one part of the lip. What and have you discovered? So a printing, uh, a misprint doesn't make it of any value. We don't know. We're just saying that, like, it's not something where we have... Uh, Found hundreds of people going. Yeah. I'm looking for that two dollar bleeding lip, and I'll pay. I'll give you my Mercedes for it. You know, we it's, haven't found that. Oh, okay. You have a Mercedes for this? <laughs> oh, okay. Hang on. I'm she heard everything she wanted to hear out of that. <laughs> she heard everything. Now, what I want to tell you. I'm coming to your store uh, mid October, and I will bring the uh, original. Okay. I'm going to give you a couple things though on bills. Okay. Bills are made on sheets, and you have 40 or 44 uh, bills per sheet. If every bill on the bill on the sheet has a mistake. Uh, then you've got at least 40 of them there. And what will happen is people will start collecting because we have mis- we have a problem with it. You know what I mean? There mm-hmm. are other ones to collect, and people know there are more than one out there. Like we have a bill in our store where, you know, on the, the new bills where they have that magnetic stripe? Yes. Okay. It's on the wrong side of the bill. This oh. is supposed to be caught by the people who make the bills. Mm-hmm. I have one of these. It sells for about $2,000. What? Oh yes, because this is an automatic... The place where the stripe is is blank, and the bill was put in upside down and backwards. So the stripes on both sides are in the wrong places. People collect miscuts and stuff like that. So if there was more, more of an ink blot, if if we knew more of these ones that you've got with the bleeding lip, Mm -hmm. then it is saleable. But if you only have a onesie, that's not good, okay? Okay. So, like, but people collect error bills. They're supposed to... Jan has two, don't you? You have two? No, I do not. Only one. Oh, just yeah, one. I problem. thought she had two. Okay. Yeah. No, one, and then I photocopied it. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Shall we bring no, us the real to... one, Jan? Yeah. For yeah, me. Well, I'll bring the real one in, but in the meantime, you're pretty well making it clear. It really belongs to my husband, and he, of course, um, would like to believe it's worth thousands and thousands, and I'm thinking somebody has dropped a little bit of something on this. Okay. It's illegal to make money, by the way. I'm just oh. mentioning that about the photocopying bit. Okay. Well, only she tries to pass it off, oh, right? She well, can just... listen, I didn't know that, but thanks for bringing it to my attention. I don't think she's going to go down for counterfeiting. You can just say you're going to install your face where the Queen's was because you're yeah. doing well, a collectible. I put that new, uh, the original in a safe place, so he made a photocopy of that. I'm only kidding. Okay. Yes. I know, that's good. Yet okay, to be so seen thousands be of dollars there, of value. And I do have some of my mother's Aurora Borealis uh, jewelry, so I'll bring that in and you can have a look-see. This is amazing. You mentioned one thing, and it just comes right out of the woodwork, eh? Everyone's got Aurora Borealis jewelry now. Yep, I heard that lady just before. It's amazing. It's, it, this show's well, incredible. My mom just passed away, so I don't want to wear it, but perhaps it has some value. It there you d- go. It will. And, and Ben, I know you don't wear any jewelry, but there are about half the population out there wears jewelry. Mm-hmm. So You're like, what do you mean? <laughs> no, I'm saying it's remarkable. I've never even heard of these things. And okay. another call or another listener... Because I also have that. Otherwise, yeah. it might never have been uncovered. They might have thrown it out over the years. Who knows? Yeah, you're like a historical journal of, <clears throat> like, dictionary okay. things. Sorry. Okay. All right. Okay, Jen, stay in touch. Good to hear from you. And she's gone. Okay. <laughs> Mary in Thornhill. Mary, how are you? Uh, yes, hi. I'm uh, calling regarding a uh, bookcase. Okay. That we acquired uh, some over 40 years ago from an estate sale. That family had it for Two or more generations, they claimed it was like 200 years old. When you look at it, it's in excellent condition. It opens up. It has four drawers in the front, and the top drawer opens up. It's a bookcase. Like a desk. Okay, a secretary. Uh, In the back of the cabinet, there was a sticker that really fell apart to pieces. It's brown, yellow, but I managed to save it. What does it say? on On a blank cardboard what the reference that i have in the back of that sticker it says uh hilly h-i-l-l-e of london library breakfront bookcase yep john stewart inc s hill and company limited 451 london bridge road okay Oh, London. I mean, this is London, England, not London, Ontario. That's what I got. What did you get? Talking You're talking about London, London Ontario? She's, she's definitely talking about London, England. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, I'd have to look up the manufacturer on this. On uh, 
that usually the brake fronts used to sell for about $1,000 because people put them in the hallway and you could open them up, keep your, put your telephone in there, and you had all the stuff and your pencils and your, head, your letters and everything like that. And people use them. They've gone a little bit out of favor right now, and they sell for around three to four hundred if it's really nice. Now, if yours is that old, and we can put it into, say, as a BOAC, a bridge antique mar- uh, stamp on it type of thing, we and it's is two hundred years old and still finely made by a good manufacturer. It might be still worth a thousand, twelve hundred dollars, depending on how. Now, is the original glass in it? I'm sorry. Is the original glass in it? The original glass, and ex- there's like uh, a roundish uh, glass. Uh, I don't, perhaps I'm not describing it properly. I can see, I can use a picture right now. This is one of those times where both of us could use a picture. Right. Me mainly. Well, basically, um, with all due respect, the last uh, estimate I had on this uh, cabinet was over $30,000. Oh, well, what? then it's wow. a manufacturer. No, uh, sorry. Sure, and that was, that was like. Um, about 15 years ago. So, okay. Uh, now, what I would say here is probably I'm not familiar with the manufacturer, okay, because I don't know everything. I try. Sometimes I come across like I'm that smart, but I'm not. In this one here, the manufacturer might be older. It might be very collectible in England, and I would like to see a picture, and I can help you sell it if it's that good a piece. Okay? I'm always interested in the good pieces, like even the art and stuff like that. The better... The more valuable they are, the more you need a person like me. I was just give, sorry, I gave you that value on general brake fronts. Right. I would love to see the piece and see the condition of it. And if it was estimated of that, uh, I'd like to look up the, main, the, um, the, the cabinet maker. And that's why this would probably be worth that kind of money. Okay. Well, it says here John Stewart Inc. And there is a, even the order number that they used, which there's a number here, number... One zero zero five seven five. That's the order number. Can you send me a picture or off to my? We'll do, uh, we'll do that. Send me well, a it's picture. It's not a maker's mark where you go instantly. That's the Stradivarius of mahogany bookcases. No, yeah, but it's, it, it doesn't mean it's not worth a lot. It just might be more obscure than you're used to seeing. Yeah, yeah but it might be Georgian. It might be uh, 1820. It might be. Uh, it might have been an antique when they got it uh, 40, 50 years ago. Right, so, but if it, if it was assessed at thirty thousand dollars, there'll be some documentation. Yes. Yeah, there'll be tons of paperwork. Each section, the top four glass doors, the four drawers, and the two side uh, doors. Each one have a key. I'm getting more and more interested in this piece, and I'd like to see it, but I think it needs more than what we can do in two minutes on the radio show here. And I'd love to be able to help you or at least give you a second opinion, which is what I want to talk about. Okay, so Mary, here's what's going to happen. Mary, thank thank you for your phone call. She should have started with $30,000 cabinet. Then we'd have a better idea of what we're talking about. Uh, We're going to put Mary on hold. You're going to speak with the show's producer named Sebastian Hearn. He's going to gather your information and put you in touch with Paul. You guys will swap information, and you can help guide her even if she just wants to put an auction on her own or whatever. You can always give some advice. Yeah, and this is important about getting second opinions. This week I ran into a lady who got appraised, a piece of things that was appraised at $400,000. After she sold it, Mm -hmm. after it was sold, a similar piece went up for $800,000. Here's a person who should have gotten a second opinion. I always like people, I I can't overemphasize because I don't want people getting... Shouldn't say ripped. I don't want people selling stuff for undervalued because they worked their whole lives, and they finally decide to sell something. They should get the fair value for it. But and the difference, if you are, if I'm something's ten dollars and twenty dollars, who cares? Mm. But four hundred thousand to eight hundred thousand, that's real money. And someone got paid to appraise that, and we're dead, dead wrong. Okay, and this is where a second opinion. And even if she talks to me about this cabinet, yeah. I will get a price on it. But then she should check it out with someone else. I do never I never mind someone taking going to that next step, especially if something's real money involved. You know what? It does happen though. Like we we have seen people like where if you want to sell something that's uh maybe it's made in England and you're selling it in Canada, the market's not so hot here. It yeah. needs to be repatriated and then it might get three times the value. That does happen, right? So who knows? Well, that's where we come in like we're selling a piece in in Sotheby's New York right now because it would not sell up here in Canada. Right. Part no of market. our service is someone says we tell someone it's worth this. We also help you say, here's where you should sell this. Yeah. 
you know, and it's, there's auction houses or, or how to sell it. And that's part of what but people all, pay me for. Sometimes the guy or woman who wants it, they might be in a different country. They, they don't want to buy it blind. So that's why prices might come down. I know yeah. Moses has told me stories where he's had to basically go all around the world to find certain collectibles that he's been chasing, right? But it's hard to buy it. Here's a picture of it. You're yeah. not going to fly across, around the world to go and do an inspection. So you're blind. That well, he did too. do that. He did fly. Uh, yeah, yeah so Austria a few times, Germany. Yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway, oh, sorry. Uh, we should take a quick break. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoom Radio. We are live. If you have a rare or interesting item you think might have some special value, you can give us a call, 416-360-0740. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Southworks Antiques, one of Canada's best antique malls, just got better by moving to a better location. Across the Grand River in Cambridge at 73 Water Street proudly stands the new Southworks Antiques. 25,000 square feet of antiques and nostalgia with an intriguing history for sale by over 100 vendors. Visit southworksantiques.com for directions. Then park free and check it out. It's a new beginning for a lot of old stuff at Southworks Antiques in Cambridge. Open every day of the year. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. And we want to get back to your phone calls, but first we should mention if you're packing or you're moving, boxes, boxes, boxes. Yeah, Mississauga Carton on Haynes Road. I'm trying to tell people, like, I've, I went to one of these uh, big box storage places, and they're charging $9 for a box. Yeah. <laughs> I says, you're going to use it once. Well, $9. And I says, this is a $1.20 box. You know, and, and if you go to the post office, they're charging you $4 for a box. And I say, I buy these for 60 cents. Sometimes when you're going to self-storage as well. If you so, need a box there, oh, they're terrible. astronomical. $15 yeah. for yeah, a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so planning matters with boxes, yes. Planning matters. But they, they, they've got 20,000 square feet. He's on Hainesville. He's a good guy. And they recycle boxes. But if you need new, and when I mean recycle, it's not someone had something in it before. It's a new box. It was an overrun. So they have the boxes, and he has the ones for TVs. He has the one. He's all the pack, packing stuff, and he's a good. Like he says, his prices are the best in the city. I've been using them for thirty years. Okay, and I recommend people if you're going to move, or your movers are going to move, or you have to, your son-in-law is going to help you pack up the house because you're going to move. Tell him to go to Mississauga Carton and get the boxes and packing material there because a, ba- a bag of peanuts is like. $30. If you buy them from these other places, they give you one cubic foot for $10. And I can't overemphasize the savings you'll have with going to this place. Okay? Mississauga Cartons on Haynes Road in Haines Mississauga. Road. His phone number, I'm going to say this, is 905-276. I want you to write this down because when you need it, you're going to want it. 905-276-7929. And he'll tell you how to get there in all his hours. Or you can go to his website. It's called Mississauga Gardens on Haynes Road. But he's one of these guys who actually is the real deal. He's not one little hole in the wall. He sells boxes and he sells tomatoes on the side. He only sells boxes. Someone's going, I, I wanted to do the both. They don't have the tomatoes? <laughs> all right. I'll have to find another store. Our next caller is going to be, uh, oh, Anne in Georgetown. And I got a note here. You found poison in your garden? What are you talking about? What's happening here? Anne, how are you? Fine, thanks. Well, I should tell you, we had to have a tree removed, and the property used to be part of a farm. So underneath, when we're digging, we found this heavy blue bottle, and it's about three and a half inches tall. And on one side, it says po- poison. And on the other side, it says use with caution. It's <laughs> 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 a neat little bottle. And it looks like it probably had a cork in the top or something. So what uh, do you think it was, rat poison or something? I, I would say no poison, idea. don't use at all. It shouldn't be use with caution. <laughs> no, but if it was like a farm, maybe it was to keep rats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it would be a cobalt bottle, and a lot of poison bottles are like that. And once it's been dug, I'll bet you it's a kind of a, um, a, kind of a rainbow tinge on the bottle. 
It probably has that on the outside. They're called dug bottles. People will actually go around digging up old bottles. If uh, In the old days, you didn't have uh, the dumps like we have now. You threw stuff in the backyard. You threw it in a well. You threw it in a hole. That was how it happened. Uh, I think you would dispose Or in your privy. Yeah. I think you'd dispose poison appropriately, not in your own backyard. No, you would. Yeah. In your privy would be an old outhouse, right? Is that not what we're talking about? Am I crazy? You'd throw it maybe in an old outhouse. Like, that's dug out. That's probably where it might have been found. Yeah. So, like, and there was other stuff. Now, you didn't have them find a body next to the bottle, did you? No. (laughs) No body. So, wait, is it true you're using this to store your cream for your coffee now? No. No? Okay. You've cleaned it, though. I I just dug it up. I thought, oh, this looks interesting. And it says it's one ounce. So I thought, oh, gee, it's a pretty blue. One like, ounce. is yeah. it worth anything or no? Prop, people collect poison bottles, but if it only says poison on it, usually they'll have a brand name on it. Now, this says poison by McCarty's of Toronto. Once it's a local bottle like that, it'll go for $30, $40. If it just says poison, you're talking 5 to $10. But it's still, I'm going to tell you what to do with this. Put up in your window, because when you put the sunlight coming through this, it will look great. Okay, very good. Yeah, so pretty. And scare a lot of people. And just say, and if your husband disappears one day, your neighbors will know what happened. Poison used with caution. What was this used for? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't. It could have been for animals. It could have been just. um, I have no idea. I'm going to guess rodents. Yeah, rodents or uh, uh, people didn't poison wasn't as. As poisonous back then, I guess. I have no idea, but thanks for your call. So a few dollars she found in her yard. Yeah. A cool little bottle. If it says Toronto Watch, you'll get more. Our next caller is, oh, man, Adelassi? Adelassi? Hi, who's on the line here? I'm Doug Alassi. I'm sorry. I felt like I was close on my first try. (laughs) What is the name? Doug Alassi. How can we help you? Okay, um... I've got what I believe is a Queen Anne vanity. Ah, uh, real Queen Anne or just Actual? Queen Anne style? I was told it was real. I don't know. Okay. Got, I'd have like, to see the patina on the back. I'd like to see how black it is. I'd like to see uh, um, uh, how it's put together, something like mm-hmm. that. To uh, What do you mean vanity? Help me. I'm totally lost. A vanity. You'll have a mirror on, two drawers on the side. You put your makeup on. Oh, so on. an actual like, vanity table. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, and I'd like to see it, uh, but uh, or send me some pictures. A lot of times it'll be Queen Anne style because they made them. There was a resurgence around uh, 1900, and and uh, I'd have to see it. But if it's a real one from back then, you're talking real good money. If it's one made from 1900, you're talking a hundred dollars. People yeah. buy them for their daughters and stuff like that, and it's it just you mm-hmm. know. Well, I know we got it at an auction 1982. Mm-hmm. My dad collected them, collected antiques. Okay. And we ended up paying over $200 for it. We were bidding against dealers. Okay, $200 is not a lot if in Queen Anne. If it was a genuine Queen Anne piece, you would expect to pay $2,000, $2,500, $10,000. So this is, no, it's, it's possible you got a really good deal, um, mm-hmm. but I would say it's probably a repop. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's just my thinking right now. Okay? But it's not worthless? No, 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 it's still a piece of furniture. You can't, if you go to one of these big box furniture stores, they're going to charge you $700 for a piece that's worth 60 cents right after you move it across this, the, the curb. Mm. And this is the nice thing about buying antiques. You buy something for $200, it's going to be worth $200 10 years from now or 20 years from now when you, gotta, you get to use it for 10 years and sell it for the same money you sold, got bought it for. What is wrong with that? Okay, it's not Ikea. Uh, sorry, I kept, it's not one of these big box stores. Right, yeah. Okay. I, I hear you, yeah. So this is why this is a good idea. This is nice. Not made of chipboard. Not made yeah. of chipboard. Okay. But I'd like to see the construction. I can help you then, okay? Okay, well, I don't have a car. Uh, but it depends on where you are. If I'm in the area, I'm going to be going to London for sure. And uh, the west end of Mississauga. Mississauga, I'm out there every so often. To get boxes. <laughs> to get boxes. Yeah. I'm out there to get boxes. <laughs> and... Uh, I could give you a call. You can leave your number or you can call the store and uh, send me pictures at six four seven. Uh, sorry, uh, 905-737-4653. And we can make arrangements if I'm out in that area, okay? And sometimes you have to call me twice. I'm getting old and my memory's getting not as good as it used to be. How's that? <laughs> okay? Thanks for your phone call. 
Thank you. Bill in Bradford's got some uh, sports trading cards. Bill in Bradford, how are you? I'm doing fine, thanks. What do you got, man? Well, I tell you, I've got uh, a few things. I've got I got a pair of snowshoes, about 50 years old in mint condition. You interested? <laughs> snowshoes sell, but they sell just as wall decoration. People don't collect them the same way. You put them up in their cottages. They sell for about $50, okay. $60, if, if you've got the cat gut and stuff like that, okay? Yeah. I got a leather hockey helmet I use. It's uh, an SK, I forget, but it's a 1960s uh uh, make. What do you think about that? Now, it'd be 1964. Remember, Red Kelly was the first guy to put those helmets on, eh? Yeah, something mm. similar to that. Yeah. They, they sell uh, $40, $50. What's really popular is the face mask. Remember the Jock Blunt face masks that oh, they yeah. used to have? You know, they're just the plastic. And the terrifying, yeah. 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 yeah, and they use them in the Friday movies the 13th. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, the older, the better when it comes okay. to those. Okay. Yeah. Can you imagine? Can I say, wait a minute. Can I, okay, hang on one sec. Can you imagine... I'm going to talk to you about the cards in a second. Can you imagine playing hockey with no face mask? And everyone before Jock Plant did not wear a face mask. Right. And these pucks head in the other direction at 90 miles an hour? Yeah. Okay, sir. Go on with your – I just wanted to have that thought. Oh, they were the real goalies you're talking about. The real goalies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have hockey and baseball cards, 1980, 1982. Quite good condition. They'd have to be gem perfect mint because I could leave them in the parking lot. They won't even steal them from me. Um, 80, oh, if you've got 7980 and it's the blue ones, number 18 is Wayne Gretzky's rookie card. Worth yeah. one just sold for, I don't know, 250000 or something. Yeah. But if you have number 18, the next year is Messier's rookie. When, you, when you're collecting cards, it all comes down to the stars. You know, like Mark, Mark Messier's first card. I don't know why his first card, but his last card is not worth nothing, but his first card is worth $200. <laughs> his uh, Paul Coffey's card is a year after his first card. But hockey cards and baseball cards, they still have some value. What I really want is I want the old um, jerseys. Someone who's got uh, – someone who played hockey in the 30s. Or yeah. if, if someone whose grandfather played hockey, do not give away his jersey. I would pay 10000 for any Maple Leaf – Pre nineteen sixties jersey that was got, that came from a player. That's a good challenge to the listeners. Dig that up. There you go. Yeah. No, but well, right beside the ball of poison. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, really. No, they're, they're the old wool jerseys and stuff like this. No, we do buy it. A lot of people think we're just a gold and silver shop. I actually know my sports, and I'm willing to pay. I'm the top of the peep. I'm the guy who other dealers, these other people who say they're going to, they're helping you downsize, and they call up Paul. What's this worth? Right. I'm the guy they're calling, and then they come and charge you money to tell you this. Okay? I get it. I get it. Okay, so listen. So the store is open regular work week hours, and the store is located at 10,341 Young Street. That's 10,341 Young Street. That's in Richmond Hill, yep. just north of Major McKenzie. The store's phone number is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. Special thanks to our producer, Sebastian Hearn. Any final thoughts? Thank you, Mr. Moses Zimer, for allowing us into your homes. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.